Welcome to the Floripa Yoga Podcast Community Talks, where teachers share about yoga and how to apply it in daily life. Hi there, Kami. How are you? We're so happy to have Hi. you on this podcast. So uh, I am Milo, and uh, mm. here today I'm with Kami, and she's uh, our special aerial teacher, but also much more. And today we'll be exploring her yoga journey and what yoga means to her. So super, super cool to have you to be to be on this podcast together. How are you today, Kami? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. I'm actually here at Floripa. Um coming in a little bit early uh, for my teacher training that's coming up that I'll be leading for aerial yoga. So things are great over here. Cool. How are you? Super cool. <laughs> I'm really great as well. Thank you so much. Very happy to be there and to be able to share new insights uh, about yoga, you know, to mm-hmm. our people. And so tell, tell us a little bit about, about you, about your yoga journey. How come you, you started yoga? What led you to yoga? And uh, what is its place today in your life? Uh, well, when it comes to how I got started, um, the official first class that I ever took was, uh, I think it was about 20 years old. And I um, was hanging out with my cousin and she uh, was a ballerina all of her life. And she invited me to come with her to take a yoga class. And at that time, yoga was still uh, pretty underground in where I'm from, which is I'm from Toronto, Canada. And uh, it was just starting to come out a little bit more. And um, so I went with her to this class and um, we, I, I enjoyed it. I actually find, found the challenge to be lovely and um, it was nice, uh, but then I left it. And, um, and then I picked it back up again uh, when I was uh, five years later, when I was 25, I um, had a job that I was very passionate about, but I ended up basically plateauing like I was I was at the uh, top of where I was going to be in this job so I was a case manager I studied developmental um, studies and I was working with uh, adult women with special needs and I was a case manager and basically um, I began to take work home a little too much with me and became very stressed and my doctor had suggested I do something to help with the relief. And a new yoga studio had just opened up. It was a Bikram yoga studio uh, down the street from my house. And so I took a week off work to really clear my head and figure out like, where am I going on this path right now? And um, I felt like yoga helped me that, that week of doing yoga twice a day. Um, really helps me to kind of make the decision to leave my job and move into a different sector within the same uh, the same field. So I decided to be working with children in a school setting so that I could, I realized I needed that nine to five sort of feeling instead of uh, being in a, in a role where you're working with a person so intimately in their home 
as well. You're working with their finances, just you're working with helping them to create their whole entire life. It becomes your life too sometimes. And so I uh, switched roles and I saw again how yoga was actually working for me. I went back to it again. Um, and when I saw how it was working for me, I realized that these are beautiful coping mechanisms that you could use for children with autism, with, um, you know, uh, children with many different uh, abilities and disabilities to help them de-stress. If this was helping me as an adult in my life, that I could help children. So I actually started with kids. I took a kids yoga course and even began doing after school programming with kids. And then um, it just wasn't uh, sticking as much. Like uh, I, I couldn't seem to get um, a consistent after school programming going. Um, and so what I ended up doing was I realized, okay, I've got the kids part. Maybe I should go do um, training for adults. And I did. And um and then, yeah, that's kind of how the, the journey began. It was this stop and go, but yoga was almost like a medicine for me, uh, through a, a mental health medicine for me all through my 20s. And at the end of my 20s, it stuck. And I really found that this was something that I think I need to be sharing with the world. And so that's how I began with like my own journey and then my journey into training as well so I gave you kind of full Amazing. <laughs> gave you the full day yes yeah oh I had no idea that you started up with kids but uh yeah is, that is a very noble and uh, pure intention I love that good on you and um, yeah and I'm, I'm curious because you were saying you just said like yoga for you is a medicine it's a mental medicine and that it really helps you to be more present and focused and also disattached from work. Uh, I'm Absolutely. Curious, I'm curious through your experience of uh, yoga and also of, of teaching it, of course, um, which would you say are the particular aspects of the yoga that, that brings this medicine, you know, that, that creates um, this medicine? I I would have to say that it's, it's everything. <laughs> you know, um, for me... It started off with, I think, two things. As I mentioned, I was started. Uh, I started my personal practice with Bikram Yoga, so it really helped me. Um, and for those who are not so familiar with the Bikram practice, um, it is these twenty-six postures and two breathing exercises, but it's done in a heated room. And the humidity, I do believe, is about 70%, and the heat is at 40 degrees. And so being put by choice into a heated room and then having to try your best to do these postures, um, it really did help me to start to become more present. When you start to become more present, not to mention the, the breathing exercise that you begin with, and then you move into your poses, and then you end with the breathing exercise, that the breathing uh, centered me and kind of got my body ready for the room a little bit more. The poses helped me to humble myself and um, also to find that focus and that stillness. Um, the other cool thing about 
this practice and I know not everybody really does uh, it doesn't resonate with everybody I mean everybody has their own way but there are the room is filled with mirrors now everybody likes mirrors because sometimes you know it can bring out a different side of you um, and you can end up fixated on the mirror but your the mirrors in, in a Bikram room are meant for you to help you to look at yourself to align yourself better, to actually, for me personally, it was that going inward and looking to myself more. So the the room, the the breathing exercises, all of this really helped me to let to shed the layers of stress, um, to shed to shed the layers of um, anything that from the outside world that was off the mat, and then slowly. When you can do that, you begin to take that with you off the mat as well. So not just on the mat, in the room, but off the mat. And it, so when you're in your real day-to-day -day living and, for example, something stresses you out or something comes your way, you're able to stop, to step back. You become slower to deal with those quote-unquote problems or your issues. And you can sometimes see that it's not an issue at all you know, or you find the clarity to find the answer. Um, and I think that that's a, that's a huge part of, of the mental medicine, not just the, the, uh, the poses, the poses were a part of my journey of, of shedding and letting go. But uh, I think the heat of that room, the, the breathing exercises, and then the poses, um, and also not taking it so lightly and Bikram could have a very serious side to it but I find that within my own practice I began to find humor in watching myself in the mirror which was also a part of letting go of my ego uh, a little bit more as well so yeah very cool 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 yoga yeah. as a way to self-inquire and, and observe uh, our reaction absolutely amazing absolutely yeah Really great, and um, and so tell me with with all these beautiful things that you've just said, you know, and that you were able to experience to gain through through the practice. What is it that today you want to to share to the people that come to you, and and take your class either on a private level or on a workshop level or a training level on a class level? What is it that you want to to bring to the class to them? Um. So I think that uh, one of the one of the things that I personally like to bring to the room um, and to uh, people's practice is um, a more playful side to yoga. Um, something I, I mention a lot in my class is like smile. <laughs> you know, I try to um, even when we're going through, uh, you know, maybe something that for some people seems a bit challenging uh, or frustrating that, you know, I always remind them like, it's yoga. It's, it's not that serious because I, I find that when we're not uh, in this room or when we're not in, in, um, in class, um, we can sometimes forget to leave, uh, to lead our lives with a playful side. And sometimes things get a little serious. So I feel as though our yoga practice doesn't always have to be so serious. It is a beautiful thing and we can honor it and we can enjoy our time, but we don't have to keep it um, so rigid. I think that sometimes, you know, when I'm teaching, 
even for myself, it, it happens from time to time, but I really become a little bit more playful. And I think aerial yoga has helped me with that is to connect again with my inner child. But, um, you know, just being able to laugh about ourselves, being able to not be so frustrated on the mat because we cannot balance on one leg, because we cannot stay in a headstand or get ourselves into a certain, you know, shape or pose or what we are thinking we're supposed to be or look like. I think if we can take that a little bit less serious, things don't always have to be so heavy. So this is something I think um, that I personally try my best to bring to a practice and to a class, whether it be, uh, as you mentioned, private or um, in a public setting. Um, this is something I think that when we can start to be a little bit more playful, we become a little bit more light and then we become, uh, you know, happier through our gaze. And, and that is a ricochet effect. That's a butterfly effect, actually. You know that you... If I smile to you, then you smile to another, smile to another. I think if we do that and love, actually, that is another thing. I think playfulness and uh, I'm on this mission uh, since the beginning of May to incorporate in every single class the reminder of loving ourselves, um, feeling supported, um, and um, understanding that... Uh, this too shall pass and it's okay not to be okay sometimes, but reminding ourselves that we need to love ourselves more. And so I think those two are the things, playfulness and love are what I'm bringing to my classes Beautiful. every time. Amazing. That is, uh, yeah, it's very noble. I, I really like that. And, uh, and I do, I agree a lot. Um, about you know the whole aspect of accepting loving yourself and maybe just dropping the seriousness and i would like that your your beautiful embodiment of uh, of this inner child you know this this inner joy um you 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 shine no you mentioned the lighter the, the more playful we allow ourselves to be the lighter mm -hmm. we become and i do see yeah. you a lot i see you through the the shyness of uh, your skin of the spirit so very nice very very beautiful and thank you um, you're very welcome <laughs> and so tell me with all these beautiful words that you just shared uh you mentioned now being in floripa how mm -hmm. and when can other floripa guests um practice with you when is your next moment how long are you here for you mentioned being in a training so for this yes season so i'm here early this season um i'm here from doing a teacher training uh for aerial yoga um from may 27th which is this coming saturday until june 3rd um and then i will be back again in september for the month um september seems to be my my month <laughs> that i like to come and be here in floripa uh if i could i'd be here all all year round, um, but uh, September is the time that works best and it's a beautiful time here in Floripa. Mm -hmm. So that's when I'll be around. Although I did come in uh, early and I was teaching a few classes <laughs> because when you're here, you can't not, you know, it's uh, such an awesome, 
awesome place and everyone's so uh, welcoming and um and teaching here just feels so natural and so right so yeah so i came a, a bit early i started a bit and i'll be teaching a couple of classes during the teacher training for everyone um between july uh sorry between may 27 and june 3rd just a few vinyasas and a couple of the uh, aerial workshops i think and then i'll be back in september amazing amazing mm. such a great place uh floripa where where there's many of us merging but i love the fact that we all come from you know different um aspect backgrounds of yoga and yet we, we all unify through the practice i think that is very very beautiful and floripa is an amazing con container um for us to dwell in this so beautiful yes i agree i agree even you know when it comes to the trainings so um this training it's i have a small group of lovely uh ladies coming but from all around the world Uh, I think that's so amazing. Um, and Floripa does that as well. It brings a lot of teachers together and we learn from each other. We um, connect with each other um, from all around the world. And then our students are the same. They're, they're <laughs> these, the different cultures, just everything. Uh, it's such a lovely space for that. Indeed. Really, really mm -hmm. cute. I agree. Mm -hmm. Good. Thank you so much for this time. Would you would you have one uh, last tip to share to to the listeners who are who are present and they can empower their practice? Um, I would say that um, enjoy your practice. Try to stay with your inner child. Try to. Um, keep enjoying and playing and keep the playfulness it's yoga it's not our i say this in class all the time it is not your mcats it is not your sat scores this is a beautiful way for you to go inward and to look at yourself from a place of love and a place of joy and one of the ways we can do that is by not taking ourselves so seriously all the time on the mat smile enjoy and uh, appreciate your body from the tips of your toes to the crown of your head. Nice. Enjoy. So thank you. So that's much. what I would say. <laughs> thank you. That's very beautiful. I'll take, thank that, you. I'll take back with me the smile for sure. I love that. And um, yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you everyone for listening, for tuning into this podcast. Um, we'll see you next time on to the next episode and until then keep practicing. Ciao.